Hey, this is John Lagadakis, and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of a call that I do each week with other internet marketers where we talk about how we can market our products and services better, how we can get more traffic and make more sales. Now, if you want to join this private coaching group, go ahead and visit my blog. It's johnlagadakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K. Is.com. And also on the blog, I've got a transcript of everything that we talk about, including links to sites that I mentioned. I hope you get a lot out of today's recording. It's good to have you here all on the call. Before I get started on some training that I wanted to share with you today, I wanted to ask if there was anything anyone wanted to talk about. Anything that's come up since we last worked together? questions you have, anything new you've done you want to share with the group, anything at all? Yes, John, I've, I've got a question. Yes, please. Um, planning your, 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 uh, your job and uh, getting some sort of a plan up and going, the biggest problem I find is every time I leave the job and come back, I get lost and end up repeating the same thing over again to try and pick up where I was. Have you got a simple sort of a, a planning system to to plan your website and to, to get it up. And, uh, I've heard suggestions of whiteboards, I've heard suggestions of the map, the map plan, but uh, I've tried the map plan, but that's, uh, I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with me. What's, what's a map plan? Oh, it's, uh, you know, like a... Uh, Is that like a diagram, spread. like a... Like a, 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 a put on it. Sorry, sorry, Stephen? Oh, it's, 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 it's um... I don't, I don't know what do they call it. Is it like oh, a, is it like a, a spreadsheet you have on the, on the computer where you put in your um, boxes and bits and pieces, which I think you've done once before when we first started. But uh, Is that like a diagram system, like you a work yeah. a workflow? Yeah, I'm I'm um I'm not uh, real savvy with the computer. I like to see things in front of me to see where I am and, and to do it. I'm a, I'm a C person more so than to go into the computer and try to find maps and go through them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, look, we're all different. You know, there's uh, there's people that prefer to that learn better through audio, some through visual like yourself, some uh, kinesthetic, so it's by actually doing stuff physically, you know, with their hands. So we're all a bit different. And in the way we, we like to learn and process. and Yeah, look, it's a really good question. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I could share with you what I do, but that, that not, might not necessarily help you. So myself, I like the uh, spreadsheets. I like uh, having a to-do list. I like creating lists of specific things I need to do and, and just go through and, and tick it off. But look... W- what what have you found works best for you in the past? Well, I got a scrap, uh, well, a pad here in front of me, and I write everything down. I think of, and you know, like we go through here with the with these uh, webinars and things, and I write them down and that sort of stuff. But then I turn the page over and go on to the next job, <laughs> and I sort of don't go back to it as much as I should. Right. But, and use references, but I don't use it as to plan. I use it more as a reference, more so than trying to plan out my project. Yeah, look, I think for you, Stephen, most probably a whiteboard would be really good. They don't cost a lot of money these days getting a whiteboard. I know Officeworks sell them, but I don't, 
I don't know how cost effective they are. I, I know, um, but th- they should be pretty decent price there, or you can go to places like Aldi. Having maybe a whiteboard where you plan out exactly what it is you want to do on the whiteboard. And the great thing about the whiteboard, you can easily erase, you know, stuff. You can keep working on your plan until you it makes sense to you and you're happy with it. And then you've got it there on the whiteboard in front of you all the time. And you break it off into different pieces. So the overall plan for you, Stephen, might be that you want to create a membership site. That's the overall plan. And then you break it down to, okay, to create it, I first need to... And, and then you take you, you write the steps down, like register a domain name. I need to get my web hosting account. And that might not be applicable for you. You might, might already have those things, so you can tick them off the list. The next step might be to install WordPress. Then the next step might be to choose your theme. And then the next step is install the plugins. And then when it comes to the plugins, maybe you've, you write down the specific ones. And then the next step may be to create your sales page. And then after that might be to create your lead magnet and then your opt-in form and your follow-up email sequence. So you write, you write all these steps down, every single step. And then you just work at it one by one. And so what, what will typically happen is a lot of people, they get a bit overwhelmed when they see all the steps that are involved in setting up their online business. And the secret to success is you just take it one step at a time. So once you've got your, your plan all out, exactly the steps that you need to take, you just take it literally one step at a time. Work on step one, registering your domain name for however long it takes you. It might take you half an hour. It might take you three weeks. It doesn't really matter. The important thing is that you spend time on it every single day, even if it's 15 minutes a day. Every single day, spend time on the first step until it gets done. And then once it's done, great. Next step, next step, next step. Some steps will take a lot longer than others. But all of it's really good for us. It's all a learning experience. But yeah, maybe a whiteboard. What do you think, Stephen? Yeah, I'm going to do that next. That's what I'm going to do. All right, fantastic. Let me know how you go with that. I'll keep you informed. Mel? Yeah, a bit of a surprise this week to have my great social media traffic site closed, being told it had been causing HostGator's uh, whole server to be having problems. Now, that's your blog site, is that correct? Yeah, what did they do you know what the problem might have been it's going by the list of things they gave me to do it seems as if it was consuming excessive resources with extremely large databases right and i had what i thought were the appropriate plugins to handle the various things like that, including GT metrics to test it. Yeah. But I had noticed it was getting very sluggish to open lately. Right. And I was a bit concerned that my users, my people, might get turned off because if I was having problems opening it, maybe they were too. 
So I had installed WP Total Cash. At the time, I thought that was a good one to use. Well, apparently, (laughs) although I was doing what it told me to do, HostGator suggests, recommends WP Supercash and gives me all these suggested settings. Okay. Which were all gone through. And then I was surprised that I was building up a, a large number of spam comments. Right. Now that just snuck up on me. I <laughs> had no idea. So there were several hundred to get rid of, and doing it on the site was 10 at a time. But I found a plugin that would do the whole lot instantaneously. And do you use so before I forget to mention, do you use a Kismet? Yeah. Okay. So I Good. thought that was attending to it, but th- these were spam comments, mm. which might be in addition to those ones that a Kismet does. And then a very technical replacing of the WordPress cron with a cPanel cron. Okay. Now, that, that was getting into some pretty intricate stuff. Yeah. Have you any knowledge of that? I've never had to. I've worked with cron jobs before. Some scripts that you use on your on websites, they ask you to create cron jobs. Uh, some plugins and uh, so yes, I, I have done that, but I've I've never modified a WordPress cron and turned it into a cPanel one. No. Well, here they are admitting it isn't as good as the cPanel cron. <laughs> so oh. I changed that, and naturally I've done everything in my maritime New Zealand blog as well because. I might yeah. as well get both blogs up um, top yeah. speed. Well, a good a good thing to do that I found when I've had issues with CPU usage because I, I we have had that same problem before with websites where you can actually look in in cPanel will actually show, tell you um, there is a section where you can actually see how your your processor usage is going if your website's using up a lot of processors or not. And we, we were having a problem. We actually got notified by HostGator saying, hey, one of your websites is using up a lot of resources. And they asked us to look into it because they, it couldn't continue to do that, especially if it was going to get worse and worse as the trend was going. So what we did to resolve the issue, we, we disabled one plugin at a time until we found out which one it was that was causing the problem. There's an easier way of doing that. There's a plugin which will give you all that information on every plugin you're using. It'll tell you what it's using. Mm. And surprisingly, Jetpack, which seems to be a rather necessary one, uses more than all the rest put together. Right, right. Well, I don't use any of the Jetpack features myself. So definitely go ahead and disable that. If that's an issue, oh, I, um, I haven't disabled that. 
because I use that every time to go in first step, look at my visitors, yeah. see how many views and what they've looked at. Oh, okay. Well, look, if you've got analytics, Google Analytics configured for your blog, so if you've, if you've installed the Google Analytics plugin, and so WordPress will send all that data to Google Analytics, let Google Analytics do all that processing. You know, don't don't do that on your actual WordPress site, if you know what I mean. You, there's, and there's no need to actually check your statistics within your WordPress site. Go ahead and, especially if it's going to be causing a lot of CPU usage, a lot of processor usage on your on your web hosting. So go ahead, create your Google Analytics account, put the plug, Google Analytics plugin, put that that tracking code, that one single tracking code you need to, and then whenever you want to check your usage, log into Google Analytics and do it there. But don't, yeah, if um, move it off your web hosting. Don't let your web hosting do it for you. Uh, so go ahead, yeah. I don't use Jetpack for for, the, for that reason. There's, it's not. You don't really need to have it. You don't need to use it. Uh, it okay. is a, you know, optional add-on. I mean, WordPress these days, what they're doing is they're installing Jetpack by default, and uh, and I believe it is activated. But you don't need it. But yeah, so yeah, there might be plugins that will actually show you, and that's great if the plugins that will do that. Uh, what we ended up finding was that it wasn't actually any of the plugins that was causing the problem. We had we ended up having a a script that was a live chat on the website, and this particular live chat script was using up a lot of CPU usage on our web hosting so we ended up going with a different program and this one we're not having any of the problems we have with the previous one so sometimes if you're using WordPress it can be one of your plugins um, if you're using any anything else on your website like live chat anything else it could be that as well that could be causing issues now with the caching programs I'm not a big fan of them because I've just noticed I've I've always had issues when I've used caching programs like WP Total Cache or which all the popular ones. So actually, I don't like to use them myself. I tend to keep away from them. Hmm. There was another thing to set up properly, and that was the mobile plugin. It seems to be quite important to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, made compatible with other things in the site, so that's working properly. Th- yeah, there was yeah, there was quite a lot of intricate stuff getting all these things set up right. But uh, I've noticed uh, an improvement in my opening. They suggested using gtmetrics and webpagetest.org to analyze the site. <laughs> Strange thing is, because they've sort of blocked the site, they can't get access to it. So I got in touch with their live chat at HostGator and they couldn't quite list them. But I have succeeded in the last hour getting on to them about doing my review quickly and apparently that is being hurried up and I should be getting an email from them pretty soon. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now with mobile plugins or plugins that will help your website to appear more user friendly on smartphones. Now the one that I use is WP Touch. Now sometimes you don't even need to install a plugin to help your website, your WordPress site to appear friendly to smartphones. Some themes they have built in mobile or smartphone support. One of those for example I know we've used in the past is the sparkling theme. If you're using the sparkling theme for example it automatically detects that if someone's viewing your website on their smartphone and it will change the appearance so it's it's more friendly it's you can navigate it easier on the smartphone so some themes have that built into them and for ones that don't for a theme that your website appears the same whether it's a desktop or a smartphone you can install a plugin like WP WP touch to do that for you and I found that one to be fine I haven't had any issues with that plugin myself you probably had to set that one touch up with uh, whatever else it had to work in with that was exactly what I had to do uh, yeah well the, I've, I've never had to go into the this when I've in, installed and activated the WP touch plugin I've never had to go in and do anything else I just simply install the plugin activate it and that's it I've never had to go in and uh, alter any of the settings yeah but yeah let us keep us updated Mel on on how you go but if you ever have any problems again like that what I recommend again you do disable all your plugins and then just reactivate one by one your plugins until you find the one that's causing the issue or like you said if you if if you found a plugin out there that will or some kind of program out there that will tell you which one's using up resources and uh, that that may be a good way to go as well they call that plugin a performance profiler okay it's very good once you've done your profiling you found out which which plugin is doing what, then you leave it in your system, but just deactivate it and then maybe bring it back in some future date to test again. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, so keep us updated on that one, Mel. It would be appreciated. Um, Thank you. All right. So uh, anyone else have anything they want to talk about? Any issues or questions? Again, stuff that you've uh, – any victories you've had during the week? Uh, let, let me share with you some questions that I got during the week uh, related to internet marketing. Someone asked about Facebook auto-posting programs. And what they're asking is, what is the best Facebook group posting program currently available and why? So, and, and what, I, what I always tell people when it comes to working with any program that will auto-post for you on a social network, whether that's Facebook, or Twitter or Instagram anywhere else is I usually recommend that you don't use them it's always best to respond to actual comments on pages and so forth actually so if you see someone that puts in a comment that you want to make a valid response to go ahead and do that if there's something you want to share share it in the moment but don't it's usually not a good idea to use any auto posting program and what 
you'll also find is a lot of these networks like Facebook and Twitter and so and so forth, they were most probably in their guidelines. I haven't looked through it, but I'm pretty sure it'd be the case that they don't allow that kind of stuff anyway. So if they find out you're doing it, you're going to get your account suspended, especially after repeat warnings. Okay, so look, I really appreciate everyone being on the call today. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you, John. Thanks, John. Thanks, everybody. A transcript summary of today's podcast, including links to sites mentioned, is available on my blog at johnlagodakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K-I-S.com. And if you'd like help, setting up your own successful internet marketing business, I highly recommend you check out my free webinar at makemoneywithjohn.com. Thank you for joining us on this audio program. For more online success strategies, visit makemoneywithjohn.com.